it never it never turns off. It sounds really sexy to say I'm an entrepreneur and a business owner, but it is a level of pressure that I don't think most people talk about. Sometimes you're going to have to choose which hat am I wearing here? Am I saying this as a mother, a father, a business owner? Am I saying this as a friend, a client, a coach? Where where is this coming from? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket, every day from anywhere for free welcome to next level university next level nation welcome back to another very special as always episode of next level university where we teach you how to level up your life your love your health and your wealth we hope you enjoyed our latest episode number 934 how do i talk to my partner about finances today for episode number 935 balancing being a friend and a business owner Ooh. Tough one. This is a tough one. Alan and I have struggled with this one a lot. Telling the truth sucks oftentimes, but nine times out of 10, it's probably what's best for you and your business. Alan and I, as you know, we do every single week, we do a team call every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Mm -hmm. we go through every department and we do a 1% win, a 1% improvement, and then we have a rating. And Alan is the one who created the system. So while I will take credit when he's not here, since he's here today, I cannot take credit. And we went through one of the parts of the business and the score went up, even though from Alan and I's perspective, it shouldn't have gone up. And Alan and I talked about it afterwards and we said, hey, something something was a little bit weird about that rating and about the feedback that was given. We have to send a tough piece of truth. And every time I have to do this, this is my frame. I send a message and I say, hey, Alan, for instance, you know I love you. You know I care about you. You know you're my friend. You know that our relationship is wonderful. There's heart-driven friend Kev and there's business owner numbers Kev. I have to talk from the perspective of business owner numbers Kevin this message. And then I send my truth. So I sent a message to the person on the team that this was for. And I just said, hey, I love you. I know that we're friends. Exactly what I just said. But I have to talk from a business owner perspective. I have to talk from the numbers side of thing, from the the money side of thing. We had a conversation on the team call and we realized that in this interaction, the result of what happened, we lost $12,000 over the course of the year. And I said, $12,000, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Imagine if you lost $12,000, that would suck, right? And that, that would be very, very difficult for you to recoup. Alan and I are really good at just taking punches on the chin and continuing to roll and continuing to roll and putting on smiles. But 
I need you to feel some of the pain. I need you to feel some of the necessity. I need you to feel some of the strain so we don't make the same mistake again, so we don't make the same decision again. Very, very challenging message to send. Unreasonably challenging. Because you're in your mind, it's like, oh, I don't want to hurt this person. I don't want them to think I'm a dick. I don't want them to think that I don't care about them, that I don't appreciate them. But I went through this probably five-minute audio message. And I just said, look, I know Alan and I are always talking about fail forward, fail forward, fail forward, but we still have to have ownership. We still have to take ownership of our mistakes. Alan and I do it all the time. Heart-driven, but no BS. This is the business owner, Kev, talking. We cannot make that mistake again. Not telling that truth is hurting Alan and I more than telling that truth. The person was very open to it, and I'll, I can go into more about that, but I think that we're all afraid to hurt other people and we're all afraid of judgment. We're all afraid of looking bad or somebody having a negative opinion about us. I know I'm terrified of that. I am terrified of that. But not telling the truth is hurting you way more than you giving the truth to somebody. Us not telling that truth is gonna hurt more than it's gonna hurt that person when I give them the truth. And you have to have that deep belief and I've seen that enough in time. So that person messaged me back and that person said, yep, you're totally right. I'm so sorry. I completely understand. And I know I didn't own it on the call as much as I should have. I feel like that's probably a coping, a coping mechanism for me to kind of laugh off mistakes. Perfect. I appreciate the ownership. I have more respect for that person as I'm sure they do myself. And it's because I was willing to tell the difficult but necessary truth. One more quick story on this. There, so as you know, Alessandro is the chief operations officer, but he also works on Next Level Web Solutions. So Alessandro is a really, really good web designer. And we had a client, and this client kind of became a pain, and we changed our pricing because things had to change, and it was a very, very difficult conversation. But again, I was being business owner Kev. I have to send this message. This is the way it has to be. And I sent Alessandro a, a challenging message, and I said, Alessandro, there's a pretty high likelihood that we lose this, this client. There's a, there's a chance that this client walks. I need you to know that this is what I have to do. I'm not trying to take money out of your pocket. I don't want this to happen, but this is what has to happen in order for us to continue doing business with this person. I hope you understand. And shout out to Alessandro. He's very, very much business-minded, and he always puts the business first over himself, which I'm very, very grateful for. And he said, Kev, you know, it sucks for sure, but I understand at the end of the day, you have to do what's right for the business. And I'm very glad we had that conversation because now we connected a, a different level and he appreciated the fact that I was so focused on the business and he was as well. And our relationships are stronger than ever. Our relationships are stronger than ever. Are you struggling with walking that line? Whether it's people who work with you on your team or your friends and family, you have to understand that if you're running a business, your life is gonna look a little bit different. And... I know Alan's going to talk about the personal side of things, but if you're struggling with it, really, really sit with what we're talking about today because it's probably holding your business back more than you know. And again, when you tell the truth, the people in your life will respect it more. Maybe they'll get mad at you. Maybe it'll be an aversion phase, but you have to believe it's what's best for you. It's what's best for the relationship. And in this episode, most importantly, it's what's best for your business. The, the other layer, too, is in both of those instances that you mentioned. And by the way, well done on telling those stories. Uh, very well said. I, I think in both of those instances, it actually helped both of those people grow. Mm. 
Because when you tell someone your truth, your perspective, it will hurt, but it will also help. And I think we're overly focused on the hurt part, not the help part. I got a lot of really challenging feedback after Next Level Live. And and while some of it, I think, was what I now am referring to as ignorant cut downs that are not necessary. I have three buckets of feedback that I now understand. And I'm putting all people's feedback into one of these three buckets from now on. The first bucket is ignorant, irrelevant cut downs. These are people that never spoke before, never podcasted before, never ran a business and just want to hate me for whatever reason. And they just lash out um, for because their own insecurities and or whatever or their own beliefs. And that's their prerogative, whatever. I'm just going to let those like water off the rock. Then there's the second bucket. The second bucket is other people's perspective. And the way that I, I view this is if you want to see this microphone from all angles, you're going to have to look at multiple perspectives. And so if you want to see something for what it really is and you want to be as accurate as possible in your thinking, you really do have to look at it from a different perspective. And let me give you an example. I was on the phone with Amy the other day and I went to each team member and I got 1% wins and 1% improvements for Next Level Live because we have another one coming up in, on October 1st that we're going to talk about later in this episode. And so we want the next one to be better than the last one. That's who we are, Next Level You. What's the next level of Next Level Live? And in order to do that, I need to collect feedback from everybody so that I can understand everyone's perspective so that we can make the event as good as possible. And Amy said, you know what would be really good is if we put uh, waters at each table so that people didn't have to get up during the speech to go fill their waters. And I was like, ah, that's a great point. But now it's like, well, if, if they have water, maybe they'll have to pee. So maybe we should also have a break in between each speaker, like a a bathroom break. See, that's a great perspective. So no, Amy's never spoken on a stage like that. No, Amy's not a podcaster, but she did experience that event. And from an experience driven perspective, she has a valuable perspective. Okay. So it wasn't an ignorant, irrelevant cut down of me. And it wasn't necessarily uh, feedback about my speech, because if it was feedback about my speech, Amy doesn't really know what it's like to give a speak, speech like that, and she's not a successful order or speaker, whereas if Steve Jobs, RIP, were to come and say, hey, have you ever considered XYZ, that would be a little more valid just because he's been there, okay? If Tony Robbins, maybe that's a better example. Tony Robbins speaks for a living, arguably the best speaker to ever live. If he were to give me feedback, it would fall into this third bucket. This So the first bucket is ignorant, irrelevant cutdowns. The second bucket is perspective, 360-degree view perspective. And if you're in corporate, you you know what a 360-degree assessment is. And then third bucket, this is constructive feedback from a place of awareness. So if Kevin were to give me constructive feedback, he was on that stage. So he knows what it was like to look at the timer, to look at the television, to see the audience. He knows what it's like to give speeches. But if someone who's only done one speech in their life were to give me the same feedback as Kevin, I wouldn't have them at the same weight, right? And so, you know, if Taylor Swift wants to give me feedback on my country song, it makes more sense than someone who's never sung country songs before, okay? So those are the three buckets of feedback, and that's a whole other thing. When it comes to the business versus the friend thing, you have to understand that sometimes when you're telling someone the truth, you're doing it from the frame of a business owner, Sometimes you're doing it from the frame of a friend. Sometimes you're doing it as the frame of a coach. So which hat are you wearing? That's really what I want everyone to understand here. I coach right now the 16-person team, 13 of those I coach. 
plus you've got at least 25 clients in next level business solutions. Some of them have really big, successful, multi-million dollar businesses. Some of them are brand new, just starting out in business. Some of them actually don't even have a business yet. They're just dreaming about business and starting to work on themselves on their way there. The, the, the coaching hat that I wear for each one of those different people is a little bit different. If you have a multi-million dollar business and a 17-person team relying on you for their family's well-being, you better believe I'm going to be a little bit harder on you and we're going to talk a little bit differently than someone who's brand new in business. You don't talk to a 15-year-old the exact same as a 3-year-old. It doesn't make any sense, okay? Either way, it's the truth, but it's it's the level of truth based on transcoding to that individual. So... I digress. Balancing being a friend and a business owner, balancing being a friend and a coach, balancing being whatever hat you're wearing, being a mother or a father or a husband or a wife or a daughter or a son or whatever, okay? I remember one time Kevin said, Alan, the truth is it's all good. You just don't value friendship as much as these other people. And I said, Kev, the thing is, is that's not true. If I didn't value friendship as much as this other person, I wouldn't be so hurt. I actually do value friendship as much as this person, and I know it. The problem is I value my mission more. So if I value friendship at a level 9.8, but I value my mission at a level 10, and it looks like I don't value friendship, it's only because I have a mission this other person might not. And that's okay. I'm coming from a mission-centered paradigm. So I got invited recently to three different weddings within the last six months. Technically four if you include uh, Kev. Um, And it's unfortunate because I'm not just saying this. I genuinely want to go. Like one of them's in Irvine, California. I was going to be the groomsman. I really want to go. Like genuinely, if I had all the time in the world and we didn't have this business and we didn't have book club every week and a podcast episode every day and clients all over the world and a 16 person global team, like, you know, events and all that stuff, of course I would want to go. See, wanting to go is not the issue. And then I've got one in Florida and then there's one coming up actually that I actually have to send a message because I got asked today about the RSVP. I've been unfortunately very busy and I haven't gotten to that. But I want to go to all of these. As a business owner, I should not go to all of these. And the truth of the matter is, is that Kevin and I, I I was asked this on Book Club, Kev. Uh, Her name's Bonnie. Shout out to Bonnie. Big fan. She said, Alan, you mentioned in Book Club that if Kevin, if you and Kevin really wanted to uh, be successful, you could still just stay at the level you're at and the compound effect would, would still have you have a successful podcast. She said, how do you stay so hungry? How do you stay so motivated when you're already successful? And I said, Bonnie, the moment, I mean, if if Kevin and I just wanted to have a successful podcast, we can stop right now. We have a successful podcast. We want to have the most successful, holistic, self-improvement podcast in history. And so I said, Bonnie, how do I stay so motivated? My goal is always beyond where we're at. If, you, if we ever did it, let's say hypothetically we waved the magic wand and Kevin and I somehow had the most successful company in the personal development industry, you would immediately see me set a bigger goal. Obviously, that's not the case, right, yet. <laughs> but my point is, is that that's how we stay so motivated. We are always way behind the goal. And that's on purpose. That's by design. I digress. I don't 
value friendship less than other people. I value mission more. And Kev, I know you're starting to learn that as well and how unrelatable that can feel and be. But if you're out there listening, sometimes you're going to have to choose which hat am I wearing here? Am I saying this as a mother, a father, a business owner? Am I saying this as a friend, a client, a coach? Where, where is this coming from? As a friend, I want to tell Amy every second of every day how awesome she is. As a business owner, who she's my executive ad, uh, admin, it's like sometimes she's Jeffin. And sometimes I need help. And sometimes I need more help. And sometimes I have to be a little harder on her. And that's just the nature of this. And I think that, you know, we're getting better at this, but everyone struggles with this to some extent. What is up, you guys? My name is Gabby, and I just want to give a huge shout out to Kevin and Alan for the community that they have created and the mission that they are on over at Next Level University. Never in a million years did I think when I started listening to the Hyperconscious podcast two years ago that I would be as invested as I am today. But here we are two years later, I have done group coaching. I truly look forward to every single episode they drop, all of the things that they're teaching. And I am now doing one-on-one -on -one coaching with Alan to help level up in my business. And all I gotta say about these guys across the board is they are true, genuine souls. They mean it when they say they are heart-driven and they mean it when they say they are no BS. And I think that's probably my favorite part about them. They get rid of the fluff. They give you tactical tips and tricks to help you level up in your life, to help you make strides towards your goals, and they've created a community of like-minded people to lean on each other at every single stage of life. So guys, thank you from the bottom of my heart for the impact that you have made in my life, and I am so very excited to see the impact and the waves that you make from here on out. Yeah, it helps when you have other, when your friends are business owners as well. That's, that's one thing too. Shout out to Matt. I see Matt once every couple months at this point. And it's because he's out there hustling too. Where we try to sometimes link up and play Call of Duty for an hour or so at night if we if we can. But <clears throat> even then lately it's been a text me texting him at seven and just saying, hey, I'm just finishing up. I'm gonna eat dinner and then then hang out with Tyron for an hour, go to bed, and then vice versa. So I think it's that understanding that look, if if you really want to succeed with your business, there's a, a very, 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 very high likelihood that you're going to have to get used to letting people down in some way, shape, or form. It just is that way because it's very hard to build a business while you're not working on it, while you're out at the beach, while you're out at lunch, whatever it may be. It's just difficult. It's difficult. And I know a lot of people don't talk about that. And again, like Alan said, if you only want to have a somewhat successful business. If again, we could stop right now and everything would continue going. If we just did seven episodes a week and didn't focus on improving, we'd still be successful. So there is a line in the sand of, okay, well, I'm as successful as I want to be. That's a whole nother thing. That's not what we're playing for. But yeah, this is a, a challenging thing to, to experience. It, it's challenging conversations to have, but you really have to ask yourself, do I want to be as successful as I say? And am I willing to tell the truth? Some people have been very, very I'll say surprisingly positive with the truth. Yeah. In terms definitely. of, hey, I'm not going to be able to come hang out all the time. There's just other things I'm doing. I, I hope you'll understand. If not, I, under I understand if you don't, because I wouldn't have understood at one point. I remember we have a, Alan and I have a friend and I used to get frustrated when she wouldn't text us back. And oh, yeah. now I understand that she's got, you know, however many thousand followers. It's probably hard. She probably gets a lot of messages. So now I don't take it personally because I'm, I can empathize with that because I have the same issue often. So that, that perspective helps as well.
Very, very, very powerful. And sometimes you will be misunderstood, but give the truth. Uh, Kev, before we go here, sure, yeah, sure. What what is one thing that you did not understand about being a business owner versus like back then? What wouldn't you have understood or or, or what didn't you get back then? Because this friend that you're referring to has 99 plus in their DMs at all times. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just always being DM'd. And I remember back then you'd get offended like, oh, she doesn't text us back. I said, yeah. Kev, it makes perfect sense. I'm not expecting her to text us back. Yeah. If she did, she's Jeffin because she's got a lot of important stuff to do. I just, and, and again, that's not me, you know, saying, oh, I know all these things. What I'm saying is because you didn't understand that before, but now you're on the other end of it, what what can you tell, you know, what can our listeners potentially expect um, about this? I don't, it's hard. What didn't you understand about being a business owner, man? That it never turns off. It never, it never turns off. It sounds really sexy to say I'm an entrepreneur and a business owner, but it is a level of pressure that I don't think most people talk about. It's, it never shuts off. There's no on sign. There's no off sign. You don't flip a sign around that says open and closed. You're always open. And the, the paychecks don't come unless you, you get out there and and make it happen. And this is the last, this, this, this part of it is difficult, but I think it's an important thing to know. A lot of times it's either one or the other. There is always a best decision to be made. Always. The best decision for us right now is to be recording this podcast episode. Other than if something was happening with Taryn or the family or anything like that. Obviously that's that takes precedent, but this is the most important use of my time right now. And I would have to choose this over other things. If you said, Kev, you can either do this or you can go away for the week. I have to choose this. I if have you want to be successful. If I want to be successful. If we want to have the life and the impact and the profitability and the mastery that we have decided in advance. That is, I think that's the thing. Starting a business is pretty easy. Maintaining the vision of the business and the impact of the business and the mastery of the business and the profitability of the business over a long couple of years, five years, right? as of now, it's challenging. It's challenging to maintain. Starting is pretty easy. Do you, do you feel like the, the level at which you intend to achieve determines the amount of challenge and sacrifice required? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, think of it this way. If you want to get in better shape, what is better? It's, it's very contextual. So, Maybe you go to the gym one time a week and you're in better shape, right? If you want to have like a decently successful business, you want to make $100,000 a year, that's, you're not going to have to sacrifice as much as somebody who wants to make a million dollars a year. Or you want to have a podcast who has a thousand listens versus a billion. It's just a completely different, it's a completely different life. I know a lot of people say there's no such thing as sacrifice. I don't necessarily believe that. I, you know, that's, that's something that I think it's a mindset thing of you can convince yourself it's not a sacrifice, but you're going to have to choose. You always have to choose. If you're trying to stay, get in better shape, you have to choose your food and your portions and your exercise and your water and everything you have to, your sleep, you have to choose everything based on that priority. The goals in terms of your business success, I believe is the same for sure. Same brother. And, and, I'll say this. We'll go because we gotta we gotta jump here. We got a live podcast coming up. Oh yeah! 
Uh, this is the analogy that I think everyone, I think this lands. I really do. When you're never going to hear an Olympic gold medalist say like it was easy. Yeah. Because at that level, it's never easy. No matter what industry, no matter what sport, no matter what, you know what I mean? So, so if you want to have like a decently successful business, it's not, it doesn't have to be, you know, super challenging. I mean, if you and I wanted a decently successful podcast, we could stop now and just keep doing what we're doing and we could enjoy ourselves and right. But if you're shooting for Olympic level, you are absolutely going to sacrifice. You'll never hear an Olympic gold medalist say it didn't require sacrifices. I remember, I forget who the quote was from. I know we, we interviewed Tyree Washington. He had a, a gold medal for the 400 meter relay, right? Or, or half. Yeah. I don't remember, and, but yeah. and there was someone who quoted, I don't think it was Tyree, but they said like, yeah, no, I had to skip so much. I, I, as an Olympic athlete, I have to miss most stuff. I have to miss my prom. I had to miss, you know, it's, it's people want to believe you don't have to sacrifice. I just don't think it's true. I think it's inaccurate thinking and I understand what people are saying. It's like, you don't have to suffer. It's like, well, depending on what you're going for, you know, if you don't want to, if you're, if you want an Olympic gold medal, I'm certain you have to suffer certain hundred percent, no matter what the sport is. Um, otherwise you just won't achieve that goal. And so I think for everyone out there listening or watching, here's the question I had, which hat are you wearing? And where are you not living in the truth of that? Where are you maybe acting as a friend when you should be acting as a business partner? Where are you acting like a friend when you should be coaching? You hire a coach because it gets you results. You don't hire a coach for funsies. You go to the gym for results. You don't go to the gym because it feels good. It hurts. The gym is supposed to hurt. And so, you know, Kevin and I are a lot like that. We, we, we want to be the pain in your butt that you'll thank later. I think more so me than Kevin, but in general, you know, we, we want to tell you all the truth. We are here as podcasters, but we're wearing the hat of coaches too. And, and I think that's what makes this podcast special is that we're heart driven, but we are no BS and we're not going to tell you it's going to come overnight. We're not going to tell you it's going to be easy. It's going to be nothing short of absolutely challenging beyond what you can fathom, but it'll also be worth it beyond what you can fathom. And and that's been true for us. And we can't, we can't lie to you. We, we refuse to lie. So um, I'm grateful we talked about this. We won't lie to our team. We won't lie to our listeners. We won't lie to ourselves. I'm just grateful to be in this, in this bubble of just telling the truth and, and, and taking responsibility and being better every single day. We're not saying you're going to have to be an Olympic athlete. You don't have to want to be an Olympic athlete. What we're saying is that if you do want to be an Olympic athlete and you do want to win a gold medal, you will suffer. You will sacrifice. It will be challenging. And all we're saying is make those decisions consciously. And in the business of being honest and transparent, it has been genuinely a, a difficult time for Alan and I to get reviews for the podcast. If, you're, if you see the amount of reviews we have, those are only in your country. So we only see the ones we have from the US. We have a bunch from Canada, a bunch from different countries, continents, places in, in the world. But this is what we're going to do. For the month of April, if you're listening to this on Friday, it's April 8th, I believe. We are going to give a $100 Amazon gift card away to somebody who leaves us a review. All you have to do is leave the review, screenshot it. You can send it to myself or Alan on Instagram. Everything you need to know is in the show notes. You can send it to our email. You can send it to Amy. You can send it to me on Facebook, Alan on Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you have a platform, your platform of choice, you can send it to us there. And the link 
to leave us a review is actually in the show notes as well. I believe it's right before the timestamp. So we really, really, really need your help because the more reviews we have, the more credibility we have, honestly. I mean, if you go to a show and it has 500 reviews, you're probably going to take that a little bit more seriously than somebody who has 50. So please, 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 we're going to give you money because money solves most problems. No, not most, but some problems. <laughs> so we're going to choose one person at the end of the month, and this is probably something we're going to run every single month. So leave us a review, send it over. We will choose somebody at the end of the month, and we're going to send you a $100 Amazon gift card, and you can do whatever you want. You can buy books. That's what, we will that's announce what the winner in Next Level Nation. So if you're not in there, please do. Sorry to interrupt you, brother. No, you're good. October 1st, 2022, we are officially doing Next Level Live bigger and better than last time. Um, and by bigger, we're actually still doing 50 people, so maybe not bigger. Uh, Next Level Live was a huge success. And all the speakers, all the attendees, it was a truly life-changing day. I had a team member reach out and say, that day changed my life forever. Thank you so much for pushing me to attend. Because I really did. I pushed them to attend. And that's what I'm going to urge you. I'm going to urge you, if you're out there watching or listening, even if you're not local, attend. It's not till six months from now, so you can get flights in advance. It's at the same hotel, AC Marriott in Worcester. The landing page is at the link in the show notes. At very least, please do us a favor and just read it. Read the landing page. And if you're done reading that landing page and you're like, you know what, Next Level Live is not for me, totally fine. But at least read it because the speakers here are going to change your life. There's something about being in that room that changes the game for people. I'm telling you. You know, there's been a lot of people that went to Next Level Live that have been listening to this show for a long time. Even Brandon, on the team, he's been on the team for over a year now, and there's something about being in person that he said has shifted him, okay? And he texted me about it. So please, link in the show notes, review the landing page, that's all I ask, and if you want to join us, please do. We will only sell 50 tickets. 50 tickets only. The earlier you book, the more likely you get a seat because we will sell this out next level nation tomorrow for episode number nine 36 we're getting up there we're getting up there creeping play life like a board game Tara and i played some board games this weekend well last weekend if you're listening to this and it taught me a lot of lessons so we're going to share those with you as always we love you appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you please 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 leave us a review so you can be entered to win a hundred dollars cash money as always we do not have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. So make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow. 